and welcome to the Enchanted Podcast, the show bringing you all the latest Disney news. I'm your host, Lauren Arnold. And I'm your co-host, Hallie Garrett. And today we're telling you everything we know so far about the Star Wars Hotel coming to Walt Disney World Resort. But first, let's get to the news. Hallie, why don't you just start us off because... Big things just happened. Big things just happened today on this fine November 7th, a Saturday. It was announced that Joe Biden is going to become the 46th president of the United States. Woo! Applause. It's not a political show, but (laughs) this matters a lot to the both of us. Yes. And I think after such really a horrible year, if we're being honest... It is nice to have something that came out of a very stressful week for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I mean, this is just the beginning. Every, not everything will be fixed and we know that, but it's a head start and I- We're getting on a better path. Yes. And I- I don't think I've ever been so happy because, you know, when Obama was elected, we were in like elementary school. So it was just like, oh, fun, because we're learning about presidents and things like that. But now that we've gone through an election and four years that have been very... I don't I don't even have a word just it's nice to see something happen that will hopefully unite people yes because we are the United States of America Mm -hmm. we should be united and of course I don't think that's going to happen right away and I think if we just take our time and we can all understand something and and share common ground where, you know, we might disagree on something, but as long as we can understand it mm-hmm. and come to an agreement of sorts on something, that is what matters. So it's a very, very big day for a lot of people. I agree. For us to have gone through two of the most influential and like life-changing elections is a very big deal to us. As you mentioned, we didn't, I mean, I surely wasn't involved with politics probably until 2016, 2015, around that era. So um, it's been quite the experience and I'm excited to see what happens in the future. On the other side of news, because we got to get into the fun stuff, um, a few things happened this week. Um, not as crazy as past weeks, so <laughs> that's that's at least good. Um, today was announced that a Cars Disney Plus series will be coming in 2021, starring our favorite Disney Channel stars, Corbin Blue, Jason Earls, and <laughs> which you might recognize both of them from Hannah Montana, Oliver and Jackson, 
and Corbin Blue, obviously from High School Musical, and he's done many shows on Broadway. He is just a talented person. And this is like gathering all of my favorite Disney Channel stars that I grew up with into one series. And even though I probably won't see their face because they'll be playing cars, just the fact that they're on the cast list just makes me very happy. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) There was also a castle projection show last night, which was themed, right? It was Christmas themed? It was, yeah, it was a Christmas projection show. Uh, I didn't think they were going to do one this year because they wanted to avoid large gatherings, so they haven't been doing any shows. Yeah, I was a little disappointed, especially because I know people have been missing the fireworks, but I completely agree that fireworks would gather a huge crowd. If you've ever watched a firework projection show, either in person or on a video, you can definitely see how large those crowds get, how packed they are, and they would definitely be a difficult place to socially distance from others. So I'm wondering if Disney will change their capacity in any way, set up a new way of social distancing people, if they're going to continue these projection shows, because as much as I love the projection shows and the fireworks, we've obviously talked a lot about the different shows. Um, I think it's best for the safety of others that they think it out a little bit more or just don't do them for the safety of the guests. And I think that's gonna be something that really just depends on the state because the Florida governor is just like, yeah, full capacity in restaurants, go ahead. And we're sitting here like, nope, that's not okay. So. It, we'll see where it goes. We really don't know. Um, But also, like we said earlier, today was a big day and things could change in the future next year. So we might just have to hold on for a few months and then things might change again. So we also have Spider-Man filming that's going on. Yes. Holland is on set wearing not one, but two masks. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his Spider-Man costume on with his Spider-Man mask. And he's also got an N95 mask on top of that. So (laughs) yeah, he's being extra cautious. Um, But we love to see Tom Holland. He's great. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind also revealed their ride vehicles this week. They're gorgeous and terrifying to look at because we know what they are capable of doing. (laughs) I always grew up being like completely unfazed by roller coasters. Like anything you put me on, I was fine. But now that I'm getting a little older, sometimes my stomach be hurting. (laughs) And I'm a little nervous about what this is going to (laughs) do. Because I know what it's supposed to do. And honestly, if you think if Everest gives you headaches or stomach aches or makes you sick, don't do this. (laughs) 
I I would honestly not even say Everest. I would say rock and roller coaster. I think is the closest we have to something like yeah. this. I am talking a little bit about the backwards part though. The adults, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's a roller coaster. And then they go backwards and they're like, oh, no. Yeah, this not only launches backwards from what we understand, but it also spins. The yeah. Spin. Especially because I think another one that's close to that is, would be the Seven North Mine Train, which it barely moves. Like it swings you a little bit while you're moving and you can't really feel it unless you're intentionally trying to move it with your party. But the fact that this coaster is just gonna like spin around <laughs> is, uh, it might give you a headache. Probably give me a headache, but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, good for you. I couldn't. You're not? Oh yeah, you're not. <laughs> you can tell me how it is later. <laughs> you can watch the ride through. <laughs> yes. um, my favorite thing that I got out of this week was the Lego Star Wars holiday special trailer. It is pure joy. I think even more than what I was expecting because mm -hmm. I really didn't know what direction they were going to go in. Uh, you know, we had the, the holiday special from 1978 that just is all over the place. And I didn't know if they were going to bring it back around to this, but they kind of did. Mm -hmm. Because they're talking about Life Day and it's, it's the sequel gang. Yes. And Ray finds a key that is going to take her to the past and she can actually see Luke Skywalker trained to be a Jedi. It's going to be very cool and probably display. Obviously, the Lego characters are a lot more fun and less serious than the actual characters, but I will be excited to see. Uh, the relationship that Ray and Luke have, because let's be honest, the relationship in the in uh, the Last Jedi was not fantastic. Yeah, so I'm I'm also curious to see how this plays out because I it's going to be cute and it's going to be funny, and I think if there's anything we need in 2020, it's not just Star Wars because we have the Mandalorian, which is doing fantastic, mm. but having a lego special where all it is is comedy and humor just thrown everywhere i mean i need a laugh yeah I, agree. I need a laugh this year so i'm really looking forward to this and just seeing like some some other little easter eggs and things that they might throw in there mm -hmm. it'll be very fun to watch i'm excited for it <laughs> But without further ado, let's get into our topic because this is a big one. Uh, this is a very exciting episode for us. Uh -huh. This is the Star Wars Hotel, AKA Galactic Star Cruiser. Ooh. Coming to Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. This is real. It's yeah. happening. 
it's something that is very, very ambitious. And I think something that people in the themed entertainment world and industry have been thinking up of a long time, not just the Star Wars theme, but the theme of having a completely immersive hotel experience. It just hasn't been done before. And I am just thrilled to see how it's going to work. Obviously, we'll get to this part later, but we're never going to be able to do it. <laughs> it's a tad expensive. But I'm excited to see once it's actually complete and we hear some reviews and perhaps videos of how everything works, it'll just be mind blowing. And especially with this being like the first completely immersive hotel and them choosing to do Star Wars is honestly very smart because it's something everyone loves, everyone likes, but I I can probably see some pressure on the Imagineers to make sure that it's the perfect experience. Definitely. And never say never. It could happen. But <laughs> we, will, we will get into those details later. Yeah. Uh, to kind of put into perspective for anyone who isn't aware of the hotel or what it's going to be or where it's going to be, this is going to be behind Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. And there is currently an entrance that is blocked off, that is yeah. closed in Galaxy's Edge. I believe you can see it from the First Order side. Yeah, the last time I they that they updated on construction, I think, was maybe like in February or something. Obviously Disney likes to keep things very under wraps, but it is like directly next to Galaxy's Edge. I mean, you see the construction and then right behind that, you can see the backstage area of Galaxy's Edge. You can see kind of the behind the scenes of the black spires that are in the background of most of uh, Galaxy's Edge area. So, it is quite close and there's good reason for that. And we'll get into that later too. Yeah. And it's also kind of like, um, I believe it's the Grand Californian Hotel over at Disneyland, which is actually connected to Disney's California Adventure Park. Mm -hmm. So it's the same setup. It's the same type of, of layout kind of is basically what we're looking at. Um, but as Hallie said, this is a very ambitious project. And we, I think are more gonna, we're gonna talk about everything that's involved in this, mm -hmm. but we want to address some updates since planning vacations is not easy to do in the current situation. And a lot of plans were canceled. So the opening as of now for Star Wars Galactic Cru Star Cruiser Hotel is sometime in 2021. Yes. And I do think that Disney is strongly pushing that this resort be opened. I mean, they have a lot of things released for it. And, but unfortunately, due to COVID, they have stopped a lot of projects. This isn't the only hotel they've been working on recently, but I feel that they are pushing for this one. 
but I wouldn't be surprised if it does take a little longer to open due to COVID restrictions because this is a highly interactive environment. I do want to read a quote from Disney, mm -hmm. what this hotel is, because I think if we read the direct quote, it will be far more easier for listeners to understand mm -hmm. um, than us trying to wrap it up in many different ways. So here's, this is the full quote from, from Disney. This is, says, the adventure begins when guests arrive at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal at Walt Disney World and check in for their two-night experience. Guests will then enter a launch pad for transport into space. Through windows, they'll see themselves leave Florida, jumping into hyperspace and drawing closer to the Halicon. You can correct me, I don't know. <laughs> That's how I'm pronouncing it. We'll find out in the future. Um, which is the star cruiser they'll call home for the next two nights. When the launch pad docks with the Halicon and the airlock opens, guests will step into the ship's main deck atrium to begin their journey through a galaxy far, far away. The visit becomes a multi-day story that weaves with members of the crew, other passengers, familiar characters, and an excursion to Galaxy's Edge. End quote. <laughs> we want to start by like breaking it down scene by scene because I mean there's a lot put in all of them you uh obviously would just arrive by a bus or car or however you're getting to the hotel uh which is their terminal as they call it so kind of think of this as the check-in maybe the lobby area but you will not be spending too much time in it <laughs> because you get sent out by these launch pods. And if you look at the concept art, which I highly suggest you do because it's beautiful, very intricate, and gives you a lot of insight of what they're going to be accomplishing. It, the little launch pad, does, it's not too little. You won't get claustrophobic, that's what I'm saying. Um, it looks quite similar to what R2-D2 and C-3PO were um, in when they escaped in A New Hope, the kind of rounded circular tube that just kind of launches you out. And as Lauren mentioned, there, there will be, in the photo, it looks kind of like a skylight um, that will show you going into light speed, leaving Earth, Florida, and heading to the Halcyon. So it's exciting. I'm I'm interested to see how it will actually work and move if it will be similar to a ride experience because it does remind me a little bit of a part on Rise of the Resistance when you when you get onto a launch pod or an escape pod and head back to Batuu. So I'm interested to see how that works because in the concept art, the people are just standing so hopefully it's not uh, too crazy of a launch. I don't think it will be. Um, I think it's going to be very similar to the shuttle in Rise of the Resistance, where it kind of feels like a bus, like you're riding on a bus that's moving. Um, that makes sense. But it is going to be incredible because 
the technology that they have now to create virtual landscapes almost, you know, I mean, they've done this with Rise of the Resistance where you look out the window and it looks like you're in space. Yeah. And that is really what they're gonna be doing for the launch pod. So when you look up and there's a window overhead, it's going to look like space. And I'm, it looks like where the, the concept art picture is taken is actually taken from a window. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to see out of that window actually leaving Florida. Like you'll see the state of Florida as you leave the planet, which you're really not, but <laughs> we don't want to give people false hope that you can actually go to the moon that this is, you know, you're, you are still on earth and it's just so immersive that it feels like you're leaving earth. Mm -hmm. So once you reach your destination, which is the Halcyon, I looked up the pronunciation because I was also calling it the Halicon, which is, <laughs> um, you kind of attach to it as you see, you've seen in the Star Wars movies, you've seen in the rides, you just kind of attach and you will be brought into what I'm guessing would be the atrium, which is the heart of the Halcyon. Yeah, and that's really, I mean, that is going to be, I think, one of the most magical places is when you get off of that escape pod and you enter this ship, mm -hmm. the world that you're going to come into is going to be fully immersive and there's going to be crew members there, there's going to be stormtroopers, droids, there's going to be so much happening and I think it's going to be really overwhelming for a lot of people because I think if you are a Star Wars fan all you've ever wanted to do was live in that galaxy and be a part of that experience mm -hmm. and now we're going to have the chance to do that. Yeah and I think that was one of the main points of exiting into the atrium because I mean, looking at the concept art, there's a whole lot going on. I think they do want that guest to be overwhelmed and be like, holy crap, I'm actually here. Like this, is, like it's going to feel extremely real. There's going to be droids walking around, maybe some of your favorite characters, Chewbacca, maybe there's some stormtroopers going around. Um, it looks like they're going to have holograms available throughout it, which is just just amazing, some phenomenal technology usage they're going to bring onto it to make it even more realistic. And I want to talk a little bit about the outside of the hotel before we get too far into all of the activities and things you can do, yeah. but the exterior is a very industrial style, and yeah. I think that is kind of going to be a good mix with Galaxy's Edge because it, it just has that sci-fi feel to it yeah. and I also wanted to make it clear as you said before that the terminal where you pull up to is not actually the starship you are not pulling up you're not parking your car in front of a starship you know this is this is an experience that's going to take you from having your boarding pass we'll say to 
getting to the terminal and checking in. Yes. Bringing you to the escape pod and then actually meeting up with the starship. So this is a, it's an experience is really the only way that you can put it. And right now I saw that the construction permits and plans suggest only a hundred total rooms. So it's very intimate and it's an in-demand experience, which is why uh, pricing gets a little pricey, which mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about. Um, and all of the windows in your room as well will also change. So you won't, sometimes you might just see stars and space. Other times you might see a planet, other times you might see a moon, you might see a ship in the distance. They're gonna change over time because they want you to feel like you're traveling through space because if you woke up every morning to the same view, the same planet, are you really moving? Are you really, you know, flying through space and, and traveling somewhere, you know? So I think having those views change is a very smart idea. Mm -hmm. It will just make the experience even more interesting. That is for sure. And so let's talk about some activities because there's an area called the bridge mm -hmm. on where you can operate the ship's navigation and defense systems, which is going to be very cool. And this looks like an experience for everyone. It's not just kids. There's adults, there's teens, young adults, kids so it, it's gonna I don't think that there's gonna be anything that is like only geared towards kids I think that this is something they want everyone to be involved with mm -hmm. and you can also wield a lightsaber with a training remote like we saw in A New Hope with Luke Skywalker yes very own marksman h combat remote maybe not the exact thing but you will be able to train like a true jedi and you'll also be able to learn about the ship systems and how to operate them before you actually do operate the navigation so there'll probably be a little training course in there yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Rose Tico, which is cute. It's very sweet. Um, and I think this will be a very uh, interactive part of the ship just based off of the concept art. They have a lot of cooperation and teamwork going on and people kind of handing objects to each other, moving things around. So I think team building will be a large part of this experience, not just with your family, maybe with friends or other families you meet on the ship. So I think that's an interesting experience in addition to it just being a Star Wars uh, themed hotel, because I don't know, you don't usually go to hotels and like make friends with your neighbors or anything, but I think there's a good possibility of that through this experience. Yeah, and I think one of the most exciting, there's actually two really exciting activities 
that they announced you would be able to do on this starship, one of them being the engineering room where you'll be able to explore the ship and discover hidden spaces deep in the mechanics of the engineering room. And that is just very, it's very Han Solo. Like when I see the concept art for this and I read the description, I just think of that scene in Empire Strikes Back where Han Solo is trying to fix the hyperdrive and Chewie's helping him find all of the tools and things like, I think that's what it's gonna be like. It's gonna be very hands-on, using tools, unlocking things, almost, it actually, you know what it might be? I think it might be like an escape room. Yeah, it could be that, like an escape room. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because looking at the concept art, is, is that's what it looks like. It looks like everyone's working together to find something and discover what the problem is and find a solution. Mm -hmm. So very, very escape room-like. So that will be fun. Yeah. We also have the Silver Sea Lounge, which yeah. is also for guests of all ages, where they enjoy... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say... Uh when I read that it was for passengers of all ages, just looking at the concept art, it seems like it's definitely geared more towards young adults and grown adults because it just reminds me of the cantina. <laughs> yeah, and I'm kind of hoping we get a little bit more concept art out of this because there might be an area specifically for kids or it might just be similar to the cantina on galaxy's edge yeah, so i wouldn't be surprised if they do something similar to what cruise ships do where they kind of have like an adult section more of a teen section and then maybe a kids section because just based off of the photo it's mainly adults they look like they're probably drinking at the bar and it does look like they're playing a galactic version of poker in some way. It looks like Sabak to me. Yeah. And I mean, well, Sabak is like the space poker. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like really excited seeing this photo because like all I've ever wanted to do is play Spock and learn how to play Sabak. And this is this is just that becoming a reality. Yeah. So really hoping one day I will make it there. Mm -hmm. But there probably won't be any outdoor recreation options like a pool, a tennis court, or a spa because that is not really what this resort is about. This is an experience like a cruise ship and like Galaxy's Edge where you are in the world and if you're on a spaceship, chances are you probably wouldn't have a pool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. In the world of Star Wars, I believe that anything is possible. So there might be a hot tub. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, but I, what I do know is that since Galaxy's Edge opened, Disney has been very focused on wanting their guests to play and create their own Star Wars adventure. Yes. And 
in order to do that, I did here, and this has been mentioned multiple times. I, I really hope that this is still true, but I did hear that guests will be given costumes when they check in so that they will feel like they're a part of the crew. I really hope they do. I was wondering if they were going to do that to enhance the experience because from the concept art and maybe they just haven't decided on it yet, some of the outfits are very, you know, what people would wear every day, normal clothing, but then some of the photos have everyone in Jedi apparel or Star Wars apparel. So I hope they give people costumes. I think that would make the experience more fun. Should we get into the nitty gritty details, the, the game changer here? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> Let, let's talk about pricing because I mean, we can talk forever about just how amazing and new something like this is that everyone wants to experience. Mm. You know, all good things come with a price. <laughs> Nothing has been announced officially. So we'll just, let, let me repeat that. Nothing has been announced officially. But prices seem the most realistic and accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, based on rumors around last year's D23 Expo, because there was a booth set up for the Star Cruiser Hotel, mm -hmm. we were hearing that this is, keep in mind, a two-night excursion. You do not leave this hotel to go to the park. This is like a cruise ship where you stay for two days, two nights, or yeah. And we heard $3,000 per person per night. Damn, I heard 3,300, which is practically the same, but that's about yeah. $1,000 per day per person. But they do offer kind of a package deal because they have a variety of cabins. I think you can have either one that's just like a normal, like queen size bed, just for maybe one or two people. But obviously this is geared towards families as well. And they do have a lot of cabins that sleep up to five passengers. And as a package, that would be 7,200 for the entire family, which would be about 1,440 per person roughly about $480 a day, which sounds a lot nicer than that first number with a thousand a day, but it's still a crazy amount of money. Yeah, I, you know, like we said, this is not official, so we can neither confirm or deny. This is just what we heard and we're passing it along for you to think about, but, I, I'm not going to say never, you know, that this is never going to happen, <laughs> but I am going to be very hopeful for the future that, you know, it can happen because I will make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think the only thing we didn't cover 
was that with the, with the entire package, you do get a planning excursion. So I have a feeling it'll be a similar thing with the pods, you might land, or maybe not the pods, your ship could probably just land and you will be able to go onto Batu, Galaxy's Edge. They already have a specified place for them to drop off all the guests. If you see around uh, the park, there's these like, there are a couple of these really large doors and there's one specifically that has like nothing around it, no gifts, nothing near it. And we're pretty sure that's going to be the drop-off location for the guests to enter the park. I have a feeling they will probably be restricted to staying within Galaxy's Edge so as not to break the storyline or the experience because, I mean, it's pretty immersive for one thing to just, you know, go into space, be on this Star Wars cruiser. It's another thing to then land, you know, go to a planet for an excursion. <laughs> and, you know, it's still a continuous experience. So I'm, I have a feeling that this admission to the park, since it's probably just the land, will be included with the price of staying at the hotel. And you'll be able to do all the different experiences within it, including shopping or eating around the outpost and riding Smuggler's Run, as well as going on Rise of the Resistance. Yes, and I would definitely anticipate this project being pushed a little bit further because there were a lot of layoffs within Imagineering recently mm -hmm. and a lot of those jobs were part of the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. So mm -hmm. this could go into 2022, we don't know. But right now, the projected date is 2021. Yes. But, you know, this is at least something exciting to look forward to. And I think that even if you can't afford to do the experience when it opens, there, I'm, I know for a fact there will be press and media that go mm -hmm. and you'll see photos there might be walkthroughs of it it really depends on how strict they're going to be you know they may not want you to take any photos but you know i feel like that would be a little strange for a vacation spot where you're paying so much money to have an experience and be with your family mm -hmm. that you can take photos so we We'll see. We'll see how, how it all works out. But we want to hear what you guys are most excited for and what experiences and activities really grabbed your attention when you heard about the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. So tweet us at The Enchanted Pod on Twitter. And thank you and have a magical day. <laughs>